good afternoon everyone uh thanks again for tuning in so this is going to be uh part two talking about this um coronavirus um i i saw um an article uh, i mean this is really just going completely viral um uh, i certainly really do question um <laughs> the validity of it i do you know that's just my personal opinion um, but it could very well be real, as we've discussed, you know, in the previous episode in regards to this, you know, how should we be handling this? Again, this could be very well be real. Um, but I saw an article stating that uh, Trump, again, this could be fake news. I don't know, but I saw the article and I was just floored at some point. Um, so I saw the article that stated uh, Trump basically... Um, forbade healthcare workers to use Medicaid to respond to the coronavirus. And uh, someone commented, um, commented, uh, Trump is Satan. I, I don't know about, I don't know about going that far. And um, it's just really interesting how everybody's in a complete panic um, you know, but the Bible tells us not to be anxious, um, not to be anxious for anything, but in all things, oh God, with, with, with prayer and supplication in him. So we do not have to fear this. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Okay. If this comes knocking at your door, we already know that by his stripes, we are healed. We don't want to uh, panic and, and begin to operate in fear because, you know, that will only strengthen the enemy. Um, basically, he will feel that he's, you know, gotten us to fear. But no, he didn't give us in bondage to fear. We don't have to worry about being in bondage. Um, God is a healer. You know, he's our light. He's he's a restorer. He can do anything. He's our provider. And that's kind of where I want to kind of talk about that. God is our provider. So if they, I mean, and so if they don't allow them to use uh, Medicaid, here's the thing, whatever they do, they can do whatever because Medicaid or anything else is not our source. It's not Jesus Christ is our source. The Bible says, look unto the hill from which comes our help because our help cometh for the Lord. He owns a cattle upon a thousand hill. The Bible says that even you, which are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How not much more would the Lord be able to give to us blessings? And I'm paraphrase, paraphrasing that for any of the scholars out there that just want to say, you didn't quote that right. But I mean, simply just to pinpoint that God is who should we should be depending upon. We should put our reliance on him. We should cast our cares on him. If this is uh, worrying us to the point where we're becoming ill, um, because fear will cause you uh for certain things to break down in your physical body. So you you really have to trust God in it. Trust God. The Bible says if we acknowledge him in all our ways, he will direct our path. 
okay if the, you know we don't need to fear number one but okay is if this is a real thing okay god show me where should i be going what should i be doing how should i respond to this you know whenever uh whenever things arise we cannot choose to respond in fear fear is not our god and will never be so we're not going to respond to fear we're going to cast out fear cast out every uh everything that try to exhaust itself against the knowledge of god okay because when fear comes in that's something that's trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of god the knowledge of god says that he didn't give us the spirit of fear so we cast that down no matter what you're thinking put your trust in him and then tell him lord i trust you but this is concerning me he will deal with that god is a keeper the bible says that he dispatches angels on our behalf so we we don't have to fear we may be tested but god is a healer Sometimes God allows things in our life just for us to fall on our knees. The Bible says the righteous run in in the time of trouble. Are we running into him? Can we run in to the God of our soul, our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ? That's who we need to run to. He's the one. I think we're so focused on what they said was happening that we kind of almost forgot our allegiance to Jesus Christ. But we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry. We're going to trust in him. After you've done all, stand. Remain in him. Trust in him. Allow him to keep you. If it gets to the point where they're going to shut us in our homes for, okay, we have to be prepared to trust him. If we didn't make it to the store, or when we got to the store, they were all out of everything. Trust him. Yes, the stock market is crashing, but that's not our source. We have to trust Jesus. The Bible said these things are coming. These things are coming. That they were going to happen. This is doing nothing but fulfilling prophecy. If we go to uh, Matthew uh, 24. I know you can hear the pages uh, turning here. Let me get there. Okay. All right, one second. All right, so after Jesus pretty much tells um tells them that the temple is going to be destroyed. So um, it goes into verse uh, tw- uh, chapter uh, Matthew chapter 24 and verse 3. It says, Later, Jesus sat on the slopes of the mountain of olives. I'm sorry, Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and asked, 
So they came to him. Uh, Jesus. So um, I heard what you was talking about earlier. When is this going to happen? So, you know, they thought they can get some secret information. So this is how they came to him. They said, uh, they came to him privately and asked, when will all this take place? When will there be any uh, sign ahead of time to signal your return and the end of the world, my God? Jesus told them, here we go. Here we go. He said, don't let anyone mislead you. That's it right there. Close the book. Just don't let anybody mislead you. Okay, let's keep going. He said, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Messiah. They will lead many astray. And wars. Now, here's the thing. This is deep. So, uh, when you think about the word Messiah, uh, let's let's Google that. Let's see what that says. Just one second. Getting the computer up. <laughs> All right. So let's let's Google this. What does the word Messiah mean? All right. Here we go. All right, so let's define the word Messiah. Uh, what is the definition? All right, here we go. It says the promise deliverer of the Jewish nation prophesied in the Hebrew Bible. Okay. And then a leader or savior of a particular group or cause. Okay. So right there, a leader of a savior. Now here's the thing. It's so deep because they may not specifically say, here's the Messiah, this man right here. They're talking, what are you talking about? Idols. Something that's able to deliver, right? A deliverer. The Messiah is, um, this right here, this, um, Let's just say this new um, cure for the coronavirus. Many will flock to that. That's just an example as a savior. Who's your savior in your life? Is it really Jesus Christ? Is your savior Jesus or is it something else? Is your money your savior? Is your money your Messiah? Something to think about, right? And he said, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Messiah. They will lead many astray. And wars, okay, here's our first clue here. And wars will break out near and far. But don't panic. The Bible tells us not to panic. Don't panic. Yes, yes. These things must come. But the end won't follow immediately. The nations and kingdoms will proclaim war against each other. And there will be famines. Okay. And earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all of this will only beginning be the beginning of the horrors to come. So these things were written that they were going to come. But we already know who our Messiah is. We know who our reliance is upon. So we have to trust him in this evil time. 
Yes, I think that it's easy. It is uh, pretty prevalent that we are absolutely in the last days. So we need to trust him. We need to take it up a notch. Our prayer life, whatever it is that we're doing, we, we need to take it up a notch so we can be ready when the Lord Jesus appears in the sky. So as we end um, the topic, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we know that there is a outbreak in the world of this coronavirus. But God, you're the creator of all things. And the word says that nothing was made without you, God. So we know that you absolutely have the solution. Your word says, oh God, that by the stripes of Jesus, oh God, we are all healed, oh God. Lord, tonight, oh God, we receive the stripes, oh God. We We receive your stripes, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We receive, oh God, the healing, oh God, anointing to your people, oh God. Lord God, we, we, Lord God, we bind and rebuke every spirit of infirmity, oh God. Oh God, but we lose your total healing and restoration and protection and provision upon your people, oh God, like never before, oh God. We thank you, oh God. Allow your gospel, oh God, to be shared throughout the world. Let that go viral, oh God. Let your word, oh God, be spread like a virus, God, in the name of Jesus. Let your people, oh God, receive your word, oh God, as life, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Help us, oh God, to to read and pray like never before, oh God, to seek you, oh God. Lord God, give us the give us the answer, oh God, to this soon coming doom and destruction of the world, oh God. And we ask for your help, oh God, and we say, even so, come, Lord Jesus. And we thank you and we praise your holy name, oh God, because we know that it is so in Jesus' name. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be strong and courageous in the Lord.